The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We talked about this a bit yesterday. We um, we talked with Craig Benville, the director of the E.L. Smith Solar Farm Project. And there's there's a, a lot of talk and a lot of debate about this project right now. Uh, it's a proposal from EPCOR that that um, they have to rezone this land. And, and if it gets rezoned, it would see um, a solar farm go in beside the E.L. Smith water treatment plant in um, the River Valley over on the southwest side. It's a 51-acre solar farm um, that's going to cost about $26 million. You're paying for it, by the way. Uh, The grid is going to connect solar panels directly to the plant and a storage uh, and a battery storage system. There are some concerns, obviously, about the environmental impacts and what it could do uh, to the River Valley. And because there's a lot of talk about developing, uh, well, about protecting the River Valley and making sure that it it is, um, you know, available to you to use whenever you want to do it. We talk about that ribbon of green. Well, uh, Stephen Madsen is the president of the North Saskatchewan River Valley Conservation Society. Stephen joins us this afternoon. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jalen. Uh, nice to talk with you. Now, the, the society is uh, not not on board with uh, this rezoning proposal. Can you tell us, you know, why um, why you're concerned about it? Yeah, and thanks for the opportunity to share our perspective on it. You yeah. know, when it first came up before us, you know, who could say no to a solar farm? It's uh, mm-hmm. it's attractive. It's new. It's green. But as you when you get into it, um, this the really the issue and the concern we have is is not around solar. It's that Trojan horse of uh, the rezoning. And so if you step back from it and say, let's forget about what it is, it's no different than a request for a gravel pit. Because it, although a gravel pit sounds much less attractive to people, the bottom line is you still have to rezone it. And when you rezone it, you've got a, um, a corporation that owns a rezoned asset. And there are a lot of industrial opportunities in that rezoning, including dumping and that kind of thing, which if that asset gets sold and it's purchased mm-hmm. by another organization, well, they own those assets and uh, we've lost control of that. So uh, you're more concerned about, yeah, what this means for the future of the River Valley and what other develops, what other projects could end up in there. Right? Exactly. Well, even the gravel pit was presented as, oh, it's only for three years. But when you look into something like a gravel pit, you know that they're open forever. Well, same (laughs) thing here is is it's the real the fundamental question we have to ask is, what do we want out of the River Valley? Um, And if we want something for in perpetuity for uh, uh, citizens now and in the future to enjoy, then we really, and that's really important to us to attract um, all kinds of uh, brain trust to the city for its attractiveness and for the uniqueness of us. Then you step back and say, okay, then what is our decision, right? Mm-hmm. I guess there's going to be some people out there that would say, though, Stephen, that there there has to be a balance between, um, you know, be, between the, the 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 river valley and, and keeping it for for all and allowing something in there. Is is the society saying, you know, what we need to keep it green, we need to leave it as is, or develop it in a way that um, that keeps business out of it? 
Well, and I think, Jalen, it's a really good question because it really, the only way we can answer it is zoning because it's your zoning that constraints and and, uh, permits particular kinds of development. And I think it's no matter how much we like to paint pictures and pretty views of what's coming and, and, you know, expectations, it's really the zoning that allows that. So you have to ask what zoning are we permitting and then make your decisions based on that, right? And if it's for an industrial use, I think the answer is no. Yeah. Steve, let's uh, backtrack just for a second, if if you don't mind. You, sure. you brought up the gravel the gravel pit, and, I mean, that was, what was that, back in 2005, <laughs> 6, 7? I'm well, trying eight, to remember. Yeah, I think 8 yeah. was when it started, yeah. yeah. And, and for those who uh, maybe are, are, are new listeners who don't remember that, can you give us a, just a little bit of background again on that one and, and the battle that, 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 uh, that was undertaken to get that stopped? Yeah, that's a really good, uh, good point is that, and that's where we first found out the citizens, citizens of Edmonton do care. And uh, it was, again, just a simple application for a gravel pit. But we started to look into it, and, and there's, a, there's a, a very tricky piece of wording in the legislation for this, and that is, is it essential, and essential in quotes. And so it was being presented as essential for Anthony Hende. But again, we looked at it and said, well, no, there are 30 gravel pits within driving distance and economics of Hende, so that's not true. And that was narrowly defeated. And it's surprising because, you know, again, there was a lot of emotional attachment to jobs associated mm-hmm. with that. But it, but it comes back to what is the purpose of the real, what do we want out of the River Valley? And, and so we, we, we come back to it here, same thing, is there's an emotional attachment to solar power. Great. Yeah. But you, the underlying question remains the same is, you know, what do we want out of it? At that point, you know, just as a, a one quick you know, second to add to that, we we collected almost 8,000 personal signatures of, of residents who were against that. And what were they against? The rezoning of the, mm-hmm. and that was the largest petition at that point pr- uh, presented to, to the, um, uh, you know, to the uh, uh, politicians. So, we're back to the same thing, right? It, this is the same question, only it, it's got a slightly sexier look to it and a different sound to it. But you peel back that top layer and you're back to the same question, right? You know, and, and Stephen, that's really interesting because, yeah, you say uh, solar farm, and for a lot of people, it sounds uh, like sunshine and, and lollipops. You compare that to gravel pit, yeah, it's completely different, isn't it? It exactly. is, and I I hadn't thought about that when it comes to, you know, the, the rezoning actual part of it. Uh, interesting stuff. So um, has has the society made its presentation to, to council on this yet? I know that there's another day of hearings, I think, next week. What... If you have, what did you say? If not, what does that sound like next week? Yeah, so I think they started a little bit, but I think they ran out of time about 9.30. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, so it'll be it'll be next Tuesday um, on the 13th is when the society gets to present their side to it. And, and you know, it's, what, what strikes me is a lot of the conversations we've had with many different groups over the last, uh, you know, year or two on this, and when you even look at someone who's a big proponent like the the solar 
farm uh, uh, the solar group within the city, they're even against it. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, you, you start to find that that um, when you peel back the layer of, of and, and take away the, the, the glitz of the, of, of the attractiveness of, a, a, of renewable energy, you peel it back and underneath a lot of the groups that you would even think would be supporting it aren't. And, and a lot of those groups are, and, and are going to be speaking uh, next Tuesday on the 13th. I was going to say, you know, sometimes I, I, I wonder if you feel like you're just going up against this massive brick wall when it comes to this, right? Like, you know, you've got, you know, it's it's EPCOR and it's the city of Edmonton and it's Solar Farm. But then I turn around and say, you know what, you guys managed to climb that wall and get over it when it came to the gravel pits uh, 10 years ago. Well, we thought, we thought, okay, that's it. We've got this ribbon of green study beam there. Oh, for sure. But you know it there's nothing there yet uh except that word essential that's yeah. it comes back to to the legislation and again that's how uh, applications have to be viewed when they come into the city planning department they don't look at the pretty pictures they just say i have an application what are my guidelines because that's what they have to work within right so if we don't change the legislation around that nothing's changed and really nothing has changed so it still comes in it's still asked as essential i mean even when epcor you know presented to us they had the uh the uh you know your your criteria for the triple bottom line right and so that sounds like really objective but it's actually a very subjective framework we came back with options to say like well how about you know a criteria for the alignment with the city's vision for social attractiveness to become the choice for the best place for the the Uh best workforce but none of we had a whole list of things to me but none of those were included why because it didn't make it look good Uh, you know so again you have to look at it to say well there is a tiny bit of a sell job and and it's a little bit around keep emphasizing the attractiveness of this and bury the uh, rezoning because even when we looked at some of the original applications it was assumed the rezoning was just going to happen it wasn't even brought up as um uh, you know an item of consideration whereas for us rezoning is what it's all about right Stephen, when I when I talked with Craig Benville yesterday, I, I asked him about you know the the ribbon of green and you know this talk that we've had over the past number of years about that and about the future of the River Valley, and he he said that this project took into consideration that and they've been working closely and 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 and, and working within you know the parameter parameters of that and you know they're they're keeping that in mind. Do you believe that at all? Well, again, it, it's it's what is. I think we have yeah. a we have a different set of business drivers than they do. They yeah. have a um, an owner um, who says, "I want certain percent of your um, energy use to come from renewable," and so they think, "Oh, well, I've got this piece. I can plug it in," and they they market it as as. Um, you know, when you're presenting a corporate thing, sometimes you know you you take leaps of faith into the into the into the uh, final summary based on you know some of your um, your uh, metrics. So, for example, oh, it's a lot cheaper plugging in there than elsewhere. It's it's really not that it's not that significant. So, you I mean those are some of the arguments put forward? And I think mm-hmm. for them, it's 
they're, they're trying to achieve some corporate objectives. Our objectives are different. We're looking at it as what do we want out of the River Valley now and in the future? And and so, you know, I think we're, we've, we've got some differences in, in what we want out of things. And for us, it's we're thinking about now and in the future. Can we can we say well exactly what is going to be done with that? No, it's it's more of a it's more of a philosophy and a strategy. What do we want out of the River Valley? What do we want out of this you know this uh, ribbon of green that is actually fairly unique uh, across North America and the world for what we've got? I mean there are you know it's fairly substantial what we've got and we're just starting to develop it. And what we've done is just I add one last thing is, you know, over the last hundred years, I mean, you know, Horlick Park, which used to be Mayfair, was actually scheduled to have house development in it. It was actually yeah. at one point being used as a garbage dump. And, and people are out playing on those lawns and having barbecues now and going, a, a garbage dump? Well, <laughs> because, you know, there was very small decisions made at very important times to say no. And we've had a lot of those decisions over the last hundred years, and we're at another one. And the question is, is it yes or no? And and we, for us, it's not it's not solar or not solar. It's no no industrial development. Period. Stephen, before I let you go, and I sure appreciate sure appreciate your time this afternoon. When we talk about that river of or that ribbon of green, and we talk about what that looks like moving forward, and you know we've talked about having um, lookouts and all sorts of different places where people can can access things and and access the River Valley. Where does that stand? And if people want to find out more about it, where can they go to? But where does that stand with that plan of of connecting it all? And, well, I think some of the, you know, like all initiatives, has been affected a little bit by, you know, the pandemic and progress has been a little slower. And it, they're, they're picking it up and moving it forward again. And, and it, you know, there's some financial challenges and priority challenges. Uh, we had hoped by this point the, the ribbon of green study had been, had been would have been, um, you know, complete and put out. It was actually used because of all the excellent analysis the city did. It did help with that Target One funding um, with uh, the uh, federal government, and they are interested in what we're doing. And uh, we, I mean the city, what the city is doing and, and everything that they've got in place. But, um, you know, until we have something in place that's it, it hasn't been, it's not part of legislation yet, right? It's mm. the regulations yet. Until things are put in place to change it um, and to put in place, you know, you have something in place that actually becomes a, uh, a framework in which uh, the, you know, the city uh, uh, development approval people work within, nothing's changed. It's just a, it, it's, it's a, it's something to consider but it's okay. not something that's a requirement, right? And so for us, it's just our, our position is once you open that up, it's like, you know, Jillian, one of the things to think about is, you know, not all of us have, have been in this, but sometimes we've been in situations where we, we, have, we have to put a contract between us and someone we're familiar with. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's easy to just say, well, you know, let's not, let's not be too restrictive in us because we just know each other. But... What happens if that person who owns that asset says, I have to go and do something else, I'm handing it off. Now all of a sudden, who it's being handed off to is not familiar, and, and they play by a different set of rules. Well, when, when, this is what's going on here. If we 
if, if, if EPCOR has assets, and those assets could be bought and sold just like anything else a corporation owns, and EPCOR is a very attractive utility, and I know, you know, oh, Steve, none of that's going to happen. Oh, sure. No, of course not. But <laughs> assets are owned by a corporation. You've got it rezoned by that corporation. Those assets could be bought and sold or sold to anyone globally who comes in and doesn't share the interests of the city of Edmonton. You have no way of controlling it. So our perspective is simply let's not open the door. Let's not mm-hmm. let's not get a foot in. Just leave it as it is and let's not rezone it. Stephen, you've given us a lot to think about this afternoon. I sure appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much for the time, Jaylen. I really appreciate it. Yeah, take care. Stephen Madsen, the president of the North Saskatchewan River Valley Conservation Society, joining us this afternoon. The reasons why they're concerned about that proposed uh, rezoning of that land around the uh, EL uh, water treatment plant because, um, you know, that 51-acre solar farm, he says, not against the solar farm, not against solar against the rezoning. If you want to find out more about uh, what the society does, you can check out their webpage at edmontonrivervalley.org.